Hey, this is Tony Ruggiero. Thanks for listening to the Tour Coach here, wherever you get your podcasts, as well as, you know, on the radio, WNSP in Mobile, Alabama. The next few Tour Coaches that come at you are going to be a little bit different in the fact that uh, last week at the PGA Show in Orlando, Florida, we hosted a cocktail party, kind of got back to doing this. We used to do this back in the day, uh, but somewhere around COVID or so, we kind of slowed down and quit doing it. But we hosted some of our friends, some of the great instructors, some of the best minds from around the instruction world. We all got together at Cuba Libre Bar and Restaurant right there on International Drive near the convention center, and it was an epic night. But what we did is we set up a little booth at the back, and myself, but in particular Jackson Court, one by one, brought some of these minds to the back, sat down, and had a little 10-, 15-minute conversation. And now my producer, one of the good dudes here helping us keep all this stuff going out, Clint Crouch, has put these together to roll these out over the next few Tour Coach episodes. So what you're about to hear is myself or Jackson Court sitting down with some of our friends, some of our guests, and taking an inside look at the instruction world, the golf world, what goes on at the PGA show, and Everything to help you play better golf, teach better golf, or enjoy the game, as always, is here for you on the Tour Coach. So I hope you like the behind-the-scenes look and some of the conversations that happened at the Tour Coach Pro Work Dew Sweepers Cocktail Party at the PGA Show. I think you'll enjoy it. All right, so I'm sitting here. Is this this is the only, yeah, it's the only one I've done tonight at the Dew Sweeper Tour Coach Pro Work Cocktail Party here at Cuba Libre. My good buddy Chris Como. So I, I just, I've been letting Jackson. Jackson Como is like he's a huge fan of yours, and he's a golf geek. He's not as adept as me at navigating some other things in life, but anyways. So, anyways, he really wants to sit in on this too. So, thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming to the party. Always, thank you. Thanks for having the party. We shared, we shared some, a few good laughs. Um, what do you want to ask him, Jackson? I'll let you go. That's what gets one. I'll tell you what I want to ask you. What's the hardest part about teaching tour players? Why'd you get so quiet? You've been, <laughs> you've been chatty Kathy with me all down there. Hardest thing about teaching tour players? Two hardest things? Well, no. It's more of a balance, right? What do you mean? So we got to hack it. Balance? Balance of being on what's going on in their home life and all that. Yeah, I mean, sure. It's, like a, it's a big deal. Yeah, like the whole life thing is a big deal. Um, you know, I, I'm always super mindful of, of, I guess, the risk. Like, you can try to get a guy better, but, you know, if you're not really careful with what you're doing with someone and you try to be too aggressive with a change or whatever, they can also get worse, and it doesn't take getting a whole lot worse to, to lose your job. I mean, I, I think we've seen people who have oh, yeah. made changes in their swing, and it wasn't maybe super thoughtful or maybe their game was trending in a good direction. And then for whatever reason, they mix it up. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a, the tour player scenario, you're dealing with tremendous risk because like they're playing for their, their life. Right. I mean, their, their livelihood. I'm sorry. They're not playing yeah. for their life, <laughs> but they're playing for their job, in right? In some cases. Yeah. Maybe. So um, I, I, I think I'm, I always have that risk in the back of my mind. It makes you a little, a little, a healthy version of scared, right? A little bit just like cautious. You're just not. You don't want to be reckless. Trepidation. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That's good. That's good for me. Yeah, that's good. I always go back to like I remember the first time I met Butch, right? And it was at the U.S. Open in uh, what's the pl- Chambers Bay, 
and I was with a kid, Davis Riley, who's on tour now. He was an amateur then. I was Anyways, Butch was with Snedeker. They were playing. And i never forget, he said to me, he goes, you know what the hardest part about teaching a tour player is? And I'm, you know, I'm scared to death, right? I go, no, sir. He goes, they can actually do the shit you tell them it's to the do. It's the same idea. It's right? the same idea. And better choose, like, better choose like, wisely. Better be careful. Yeah, you better choose well because they'll do it. Right? I always thought that. But that that's yeah, that's, that's cool. That's right? same idea. Yeah, same deal. Same deal. All right, so what PGA? Since Butch said the same thing, now I'm questioning my answer. Kidding. No. He, I mean, uh, of course I'm kidding. You know what's great? But Butch is, is the best. I mean, that, that, I'm being sarcastic. You, you, guys, you guys don't dress exactly alike. And I don't think he drinks bone broth. He drinks more red wine like I do. <laughs> I've given him a couple bottles when I've been out there, but uh, you guys think a lot alike. I, I've you're gone out to help the guy you're in front of you. That, I've watched him a fair number of times, uh, just recreational golfers. But like, same deal. You teach the I, person in front of you to make them better. I, I've gone out and watched Butch teach uh, a, a handful of times. I mean, he's one of my favorite people to be around. He's, a, he's awesome, unbelievable, and he's he's entertaining. He's entertaining, so good at what he does, um, and just gets the big picture of it all. So yeah, Butch is great. All right, so you're at the PGA show. What are you, what are you looking to get out of the show? Any anything new you see that you like? Well, the, the open forum last night that was fun. Tell That's me all about it. Well, I heard there was an argument. No, no, there's just like a debate on some short game stuff, which is great. The debate's fun. So we had, uh, you know, we had Joe Mayo, Parker McLaughlin, um, Tuxin. Parker's come on strong. That guy's uh, done a lot in a short period. Of time. Great, great short game coach, um, James James uh, Ridyard. Eric Henriksen from Ping, great panel. So the uh, the night was super fun. I love doing the open forum. Did another night of it. So that was the uh, you know the main thing that kind of brings me out to the show every year. And then uh, you know I have some uh, stack I'm partnered with and a, a company called Golf Live. So just doing some stuff with them and then kind of walking around the floor and seeing what's out there. I mean I don't I haven't run across anything like brand new. Brand new. No, yeah, I haven't either. But it's cool to see all the just the, the, the usual suspects of the technology companies, TrackMan, FlightScope, Foresight, the Forceplay companies. Seems to me you're way more versed with technology. But like seems to me all the tech is getting closer together. Like everybody's got a lot of the same tech. Yeah, that's a good sign, right? Where it's right. like it, it becomes this, this sort of I don't want to say commodity, but it's like it's it's a sort of a level play, level playing field in terms of they can all do the same thing and now it becomes more about how, do, how are people applying it? What can right. the teachers do with it, right? So for a while there, it was almost like, oh, I got secret knowledge because I know force play data, right? But it's like, like, I'm not saying me, but whoever, right? So now everybody kind of like has a, a pretty Nobody good understanding. Nobody thinks I have secret knowledge. <laughs> but like, it, it's more about the application of things, which is, is how it should be. Jackson, you've been waiting for this, to have Como on. I know you have. Ask him a question. What? He's like a geeky fanny. Uh, what, uh, what motivates you in your pursuit? Well, for a long time, it was the sort of just the curiosity. It was like, gosh, this like golf things are golf in general is sort of this wild sport, right? Like, I'm fa- I've always been fascinated by why how like someone can hit like some really good shots and some weird shots. Where does the whole repeatability come from? What makes golf swings work? That was like a huge sort of like driving force in terms of doing the biomechanics stuff, like the geeky side of it. Um, you know, but then even more important than that's the people side of it. I think it's cool to have a person that you have the opportunity to help who's got their dreams, their ambitions, and just kind of help them on that path. Um, I would say that's, you know, the primary motivation. And then on top of that was sort of the intellectual curiosity. Um, and then, you know, it's fun. It's fun, uh, at least now, kind of like in the latter part of like my career, it's fun to, to 
to build a business a little bit, do some of the creative stuff with like the content, the golf channel. Just I don't to me it, like golf's wild because I still think the best one you ever did in the golf channel was with me. I mean that's just my personal favorite. Yeah. And a lot of I mean I don't want to get into this, but a lot of the ladies around the world. We we saw an, a huge uptick in in the female audience on that episode. Yeah, I I felt like that. I felt like that was in the field. Yeah. It's like a, it's like one of those like cult, cult classics. One. We ought to do another one. Yeah. But uh what if you look at I always like to look at how teachers have evolved with their information or their teaching. Over the last say like what we do, we were, you were at Frederica with like 4 years ago something like that. Is your teaching changed much? The information you use, or or is it still just curious? This is probably the part where it's more for me than the audience, but I'm just curious. Yeah, I, 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 I feel than bone broth. Yeah, I feel like I, I've never felt like I'm like an information teacher, right? I always have thought of myself as like a problem solver. So I think you know you learn things. There's more sort of technology to potentially use. Uh, you watch other people teach, whatever it is. Your your tool set to problem solve gets bigger. So I feel like. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm a better problem solver now than I was, you know, hopefully a week ago. Um, would be in theory the idea, but like, where have you gone to try to get to be better at problem solving? I've watched other people teach. I think doing the swing expedition show was helpful. Um, you know, being around good players. I mean, it's like you know, spending that. time around like Tiger for three years. Like I, you know, obviously tried to help him with his game, and but I felt like let's having him talk about his game. And the game in general, and this swing over the years, like like that was an incredible education process for myself, right? So when you work with a really great player, it's this sort of loop where you're helping them, but they're actually making you a better teacher as well. Um, you know, spending time around some of the people who are doing research, whether it be the ping guys or Sasha or whoever, that's always you know a great place to to learn from, and and, and again, sort of broaden that tool set that you're working from. Um, but yeah, I think it's always trying to evolve, but. You know, also it's like the mental side. I love being around like sports psychs. Yeah. Um, people are do looking at some like brainwave stuff. I mean, going back to like the motivation part, like golf is so crazy that it really is like a microcosm for so many other things. Like it's like you have your body, you have a little bit of physics, you have the way the brain works. It's like this incredible vehicle to learn about all this other stuff. You know, with faucet with decade learning about like probabilistic thinking and like you know good sort of strategy that can be taken out to other parts of life. It's just like this wild game puzzle that, again, you can draw from it from, uh, you know, you can use it as like this thing for so many other aspects of life, which has always made it really fun for me. Jackson, any more questions? Parting shot. Como, you're the best. It's a cool game. It goes a cool game. It's crazy. It's a crazy game. It's right? a crazy game. And I think I said this to you when we were sitting on the end down there. I said, like, I think, like, there's so many people playing, and there's so many different personalities. There's never going to be, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but, but, like, what I'm trying to say here is that's why you need a lot of great teachers because there's different personalities. Oh, yeah. Like a guy that you can help, I might not can help, or a guy that Pat can help, right, I might not be a help, or Jax or whatever. Like, that's how do you approach, like, the final round the golf? How do you pop them off the legs? Well, I mean, if they're if they're if they're in contention, I mean, very little. It's like keep doing what you're doing, you know. Right. Been blessed with like Bryson and Tiger. So what do you tell them? 
the the night before they're leading yeah, a tournament. What, what do you tell? Well, you know what? You know, it, well that's the thing. If if Tiger was leading a tournament, I'd be like Tiger. You know, all these years where you've won all these tournaments, just listen to me. I got a little advice for you, and I'm kidding. Like, what do you get? What do you get? What do you, hey, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like, you're waiting for yeah, here we go. Yeah. Tiger, you know, hold on. We need we need to we need to have a talk right now. Yeah, I know Yeah, yeah. I know you're leading the Masters going in tomorrow, but let's let's you know Yeah, so I, I think look it's time to switch your group. It, 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 I, I think it, it comes back to just like whatever a person's process, you stick to that process, right? You, you you try as best as possible not to look at the round on Sunday as anything different than what got them there. So I think it's also interesting teaching players at different stages of their career. Yeah. Like, I really have, I think I do better with the young players coming up than maybe I've done with established players. Um, but I think, like, like different players at different stages of their career need different things. So, like, I take Lucas. I remember when, you know, I was with him for a while. I mean, he didn't need somebody to tell him how to do everything and yeah. what to do, right? And you just kind of, you were a friend and you kept him in the middle of the road and you do it. You know, but like a young kid coming up through the corn ferry that doesn't have, a, like, it's a different coaching. Totally team. different. So it's, it's kind of like what you were saying before. It's like, you know, there's so many different people out there, so many different coaches and, and what makes a coach and a player match. It's all the different whatever that goes into it, the different variables of it all. But like some people ask me like, oh, who, who's like the, who do you think is the best coach out there or wherever? And it's like for who, right? Like the the best coach for one guy. He's not the best. Uh, yeah, and then and to what you're saying, like a, a person who might be like good with a certain population of people, like say juniors or you know, people at a country club or a tour. It's it, there's it, the coaching is so nuanced and it's so dependent upon who you're coaching that to say someone is the best in the general sense that's just that's a silly statement. It's it's always relative to who they're coaching. You're right, exactly. Como, you're the best. Thanks for sitting. In. Thanks, Tony. Thanks for coming, stopping by here tonight, Jackson. Hell of a job this. Tonight. Thanks, Jackson. Jackson, he's, <laughs> he's going to be the goat. He's the best. Hack, thanks for hanging out, and sitting in. Thanks, Hack. Tron, thanks for taking pictures, looking dolled up as always. I just want to remind everybody something that I forgot. Uh, recently, a couple weeks ago, my wife and I went out. We went to a wedding, and afterwards, with some friends, we we're like, "Hey, where's a great place to go?" I'll be honest, like. In my travels and day-to-day, sometimes I get caught up and I forget some of the great places right around the corner. But i got to remind you about the Ice Box Bar on 755 Monroe Street. I know with uh, Mardi Gras and all that stuff, it's going to be packed. But I was blown away by just the whole vibe, the atmosphere, and with the Velvet Pig, the food in the back room, and the big screen TVs up front. I was blown away by the atmosphere, the vibe, and just how cool it was to have the Icebox Bar right here near Dew Sweepers downtown. So look, when you're out Mardi Gras or you're looking for a great place to go sit, watch some games, hang out, play some pool, you got to go to the Icebox Bar right there on Monroe Street. There's a good chance you'll see all of us hanging out, especially during Mardi Gras. But do yourself a favor. Go visit the Icebox. It's one of the best places out there. Sitting here with Mr. Rick Silva. If you're in the Dew Sweeper crew, I'm sure you've heard of his name before, but I'm going to give you a shout-out. So when Tony had his surgery a couple of years ago, uh, you know, I... Tony's near and dear to me. He's mentored me Likewise. for seven plus years now, and um, so we talk all the time. Obviously, he's in the hospital, so I'm checking in on him. And there was one person that he brought up that had reached out 
and that was you. You oh. had offered to drive down and teach his lessons for him yeah. because he was laid up. So um, not one other person had an offer like that, and obviously him feeling that and the urge to share that with me speaks volumes to your character as a person, as a coach. So I want to thank you for that because it's great to be surrounded by wonderful coaches like that, but also wonderful human beings. So a um, little wow. shout out for Mr. Rick Silva, but give us a little intro. I know you're in Chicago and uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Wow. Uh, all right. You kind of caught me off guard with that one. That's, uh, I, don't, I don't know what to say to that. All right. Uh, yeah. Um, in Chicago, I've uh, been in Chicago since 2010. My wife always gets mad at me because I'm horrible with dates, so i got to make sure I get that one correct. Uh, yeah, it's been in Chicago since 2010. I have a... Uh, and it's turned into something pretty special, and yeah, I'm pretty proud of that. It's a really cool, you know, darn near you know, research grade, you know, kind of biomechanics lab where... You know, we gather a lot of information um, and then take that information and then um, help people get better. So really cool hang uh, environment. It's neat. That's awesome. And you've got a book coming out. I do, which is... uh, Give us a plug. Say that again. I'm sorry. Give us a plug. Okay. So it's a long time coming. Um, earlier this summer, so fans of this of the pod would hopefully remember I did uh, something with Tony. You know, I think it was in August or something of that nature. These things take longer than I think we all anticipate and and hope for. But um, with uh, my teaching partner Mike Jacobs and with Matt Rudy from Golf Digest. It's in the complicated world of golf science, and that that's a that's that has kind of turned in, turned into a bit of a vague term, I think, you know, or a household term. I think might be a better phrasing. But in the golf science world, um, measuring kinetics, so essentially kinetics, forces, torques, how the body is moving in space, how the club is moving how the body affects the club, how the club affects the body. That's my uh, 22nd, you know, example. Yeah. And how they they affect each other. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's a a complicated thing. And and I guess seemingly controversial thing. It can be. Yeah. Right. 2024, baby. So, and, and then our scientist... Uh, the great Dr. Stephen Nesbitt, and, I mean, his genius, and we're so blessed to have that. Yep. So my, my job, my role, uh, my, my goal with this book yep. is to, to take these seemingly complex things and to roll them out into a very practical application. So... As the book, how it would read is, and uh, Mike's contribution is, hey, if somebody wants the hard science, here it is. It's laid out in the book, okay. right? And then... Hard science of... You know, uh, 
the body in the club? Yeah, it just like okay. it, it, the description of like Acme, you know, whatever it is, right? Okay. And, and I'll leave that for when it comes out. Sure. But here it is. And then if they also want the practical application, well, here is that as well. Okay. You know, so um, and that was kind of the vision of that. And and one of the things that Matt Rudy tasked me with, which you would think would be simple not who's your audience and i'm like well it's this and this and this he's like no and so we kind of gone round and round about that one um you know one it's especially at this stage of my career and my life you know you know it, and i think you can relate to this why do we do what we do well it's to help people you know um and mentoring is a very important part of my life and at the stage of my life and in my career. So this book directly speaks to uh, fellow golf professionals, you know, people who, let's say, have anywhere from, they have no idea about golf well, science. Don't be shy. Maybe know a little bit, maybe know a little bit more than a little bit, or want to know more, and sure. they know a lot. All the way to the impassioned golfer who I know is going to read it anyway. Got it. You know, so it covers that whole gamut. But I am kind of that liaison to make it uh, hopefully make sense and to be that bridge. Mm -hmm. So if you had to share a one-minute tidbit about your specifics in there. Okay. Because I know there can be controversy. Give me, just give me your side of it. I want to hear for my own edification. Okay. Um, Don't be shy. Come on. No, 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 no. Um, I think there's there's several, so I was just trying to pick one. So if we talk about, and the, it, it, everything is so, like there's so much data and there's so much information, and it's so like at our fingertips. It's so readily available. You know, so we're coming off like a couple of days here at the show, right? So things seem so um, top of mind, yeah, I yeah. guess, is where I'm trying to go with Uh you know, like ground reaction forces, right? It's again, it's kind of one of these things that seem like like a very uh, clickable term. Sure. And I want to be very clear to this. I want my words to be very clear to this. I'm I'm not saying that everyone gets it wrong. That's not at all. Again, I want to be clear. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying that. But I do want to stress this: that it is a very meaningful term, and I think oftentimes, at least in my experience. It gets um, overlooked. Okay. So I think by human nature, we're observers and we see someone, you know, I'm sitting here watching uh, Jason Gus, a very dear friend of mine, and he's rocking back and forth and oscillating between feet. Well, for him to move to the right, there had to be an action. The reaction is him now moving to the right. And if I were to mimic him, I would probably just start flinging my body over there. Well, react, the reaction is very meaningful, right? So the action had to be created very specifically for the reaction and the chain of events in a spiraling type manner to then propel his body over to the right. So there, there's a there's a, an example to that. So it's helping somebody truly understand what the action is 
and then what the corresponding reaction would be. Okay, that, that would be an example of a topic that's being discussed in this. And it, that just doesn't happen with the frictional and force elements into the surface of the ground. It happens throughout the entire body. So I'm going to pump your tires again. You know, it's, it's, always, it's interesting to be around a bunch of these great coaches, right? And it, it's great to see similar trains of thought but different methods of coaching uh-huh. just based on who you are as a coach. And, like, there are certain players that will go to a coach because they're going to fit more with their personality that, yeah. than going to a different coach who might have the same coaching philosophies but distribute that information differently. And one thing I appreciate about you because I might not be down that road is your ability to look at the entire picture but also be very intricate with the details and specific to those words because I think if you're trying to create culture, if you're trying to create your brand, that that intricacy with those details is uh, something to be respected. Because I think well, that's, I the, that's that. the truth behind what, what is actually going on. So yeah. uh, that might be over some of the 20 handicaps that may be listening to that or it might be right up the alley of other people but uh, sure but i think that that you just kind of crossed over which i think is beautiful into well that's the art of communication 100%. that's the art of coaching and so what i might say to a really good you know uh club professional you know yourself myself and everyone sitting in this room uh an aspiring tour player somebody who's already won multiple times on tour a 20 capper, I mean, those might be like four different languages. Correct. You know, I mean, yep. what, what the heck? What I might say to, and, and I even, co- I remember, like, I don't know, like three weeks ago, I commented on something, a post of yours, and I was like, cool is the other side of the pillow or something like that, because like Tony was hitting the ball, right? And I was like, I was like, damn, that thing was pretty good. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I mean, that guy's got like zero craps to give right zero. like and, and that's one of the things i admire about him. i mean he's so super smart but wants to play that he's not correct you know and it's like it might be the biggest ruse going and like no that dude's smart but how i might communicate something to that guy if he ever like and i'd be bowled over if he ever asked me for my opinion i i, I he might actually freeze me in my tracks a little bit truth be told um but there's no way in heck I would communicate that the same way. Sorry, I didn't mean to sidetrack no, that. No, I love that because like, I think having different minds but having the likeness in your goals with the information and applying it to the student is incredible. Yeah. So I appreciate that persona about you and your coaching. Yeah. It's great. So if somebody listening to this wants to find out some more information about Rick Silva, where do sure. they go? What do they do? Uh, you can... I do most of the stuff, my stuff on uh, Instagram. Okay. This is the platform that I find the best. So it would be movement, the number three, golf. Uh, you could also, if you searched Rick Silva, S-I-L-V-A, it would come up, movement three, golf. Um, yeah, and you can Google my name there. You can find it there too, movement3golf.com. And look out for the book. Yes. Book name they, one more time. Uh a golfer's toolbox. The There's uh, my good pal Matt Rudy standing right there. Trouble. He casts shadows on people. Yeah, that's, that's right. Very big man. Yeah. Well, Rick, appreciate your time. Thank you, Jack. Appreciate you. And uh, I'll probably 
if you don't mind, I might be sending you some video so I can get a little bit more intelligent. Always, brother. All right. I appreciate it. Thanks Thank for you, man. sending it. I hope you enjoyed this edition of The Tour Coach and this conversation that we brought to you about playing, learning, and teaching the game of golf. We'll be back next week with another edition of The Tour Coach. In between now and next week, make sure you follow us on our social channels. You can always find me at The Dew Sweeper on Instagram or go to our YouTube page where you'll see a scene and a video from my teachings daily on our YouTube channel. You can find that by looking up Tony Ruggiero and The Dew Sweepers on YouTube. Until then, make sure you follow and check out everything Tour Coach and all our sponsors, Trickshawn Cleveland Golf, Bushnell, Vineyard Vines, and Buick GMC. I'll be back next week to help all of us appreciate, learn, and enjoy the game of golf. Hi, this is Tony Ruggiero. And look, recently, several teachers I know and several players have had some scares with skin cancer. In fact, I recently went and saw a dermatologist here in town, and I had a couple things frozen off, eyelid, my face, my earlobe, and not getting any younger. And I know I know it's getting to that time of the season where it's cooler, but look, being in the sun is a real deal, and I've not been very good, to be totally honest, my whole career at using it at all because I didn't like how greasy it was, how hard it was to get off your hands, how it clogged up my pores. And then I found this sunscreen, Visor Skin Care. It's clear. It goes on. It doesn't dry you out. It isn't greasy. It's like you didn't put anything on. By far, it's the best sunscreen I've ever used. Without a doubt, is the easiest to use. And we've got a discount code for all of you. All you have to do is go to visorskincare.com. Just use our code word, Dewsweeper. Visorskincare.com, code word, Dewsweeper.